everybody Back. i'm matt I'm jimmy and we are two average guys um here to talk to you a little bit about what we just saw on uh saturday yesterday ross welcome to the show glad you joined us we need to be here today um you know we're going to talk about the game yesterday and you know we'll probably touch a little bit on just college football in general because um a lot of kind of interesting things going on right now. Right. Um, Getting down to the wire. It is. And, and unfortunately, we only have <clears throat> potentially three more shows this year, including today. Um, obviously, we'll sprinkle in a few here and there. We but usually do something for the full games or yeah. whatever. We'll, we'll, probably have, we'll probably have a full pick them as well, so make things fun and interesting in the off season. Yeah. But um, well, let's go ahead and talk about our beloved Huskers yesterday. So, you know, we took we took the loss. We lost by 16 to Wisconsin. Um, our offense kind of got kicking early in the game. I mean, we went down. Uh, we took the lead. Then they tied it on right away on the special teams kick return. Yeah, you can't let that happen. I mean, that was one of the big, the one big thing that went against us yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Between that and the interception that Martinez threw. Mm-hmm. Um, with right after we took the lead. Right. Right. Yep. Um, fourteen ten at that point. Those are, you know, I know for us to talk a lot about it, and we have too. But you know, they're these big plays that really define a game. And I mean, and not scoring, not scoring at the end. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you got to find a way to get in. Yeah, and we'll get to the end of the game there as well. But you know, really, you look at you look at the game as a whole um, and how we played, and that was one of the better games we played. Um, it was Wisconsin has not given up. That many yards to anybody the entire year. We put up almost 500 yards. And I have two losses too. Yeah, and so you look at that and how we did on offense. Our offense was it was humming the way it hasn't done quite quite well no. this year. Dedrick Mills looked like a completely different running back. <laughs> I think if you give him one or two more carries, he's got over 200 yards. Right. Um, yeah, he was going. I mean, rush for rush. What 100, 187 yards yeah, and 37 I mean, carries. Rush for rush with Jonathan Taylor. I mean. Obviously, Just that's, under 37. that's their that's Wisconsin's game is Jonathan Taylor, but um, yeah, it was good to see. It, he was yeah. a lot better than he has been. And yeah. I don't know if the offensive line was a little bit better. He he was getting holes. I mean, he was coming around, and you're like, whoa! Before anything even happened, he yeah. had he was at ten, you know had already gained ten yards. So, so you kind of hit on offensive line. I mean, that's something we haven't seen all year. Is what our offensive line did yesterday to protect Martinez. Right. That was the best protection they've provided all year. And that's why he only threw one interception, and it was an unlucky interception. Yeah, I was I was actually extremely impressed. There's a few plays here and there that are offensive line. Of course, you can't be perfect throughout an entire game. Right. Especially I mean, when you're playing a top-five defense. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're going against defensive line that's bigger, stronger, faster. And, I mean, we did really well on, on the offensive line. I was extremely impressed. I will say um, Wisconsin has that, that big kid, that nose tackle from Lincoln, mm-hmm. that got hurt last week. And yep. so that might have mixed things up a little bit for them. But we were able to take advantage of it, I think. Absolutely. And, and Ross just made a good point that they did rush three a lot. They did. 
Um, yeah. But even with that, we were still able to put up a lot of yards with them only rushing three and dropping eight. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. Martinez was able to hit the open receivers. He was um, running like he did last year. Not every time. There were still a yes. few times he was a bit hesitant. He was He was more, more often than not. He was pretty decisive. He, he made quick decisions. Um, I will say the couple momentum killers, obviously the special teams kickoff return. Yes. We just we had momentum and we lost it. The interceptions had momentum, lost it. The twenty yard sack had momentum. Yeah, you, just, you, you absolutely cannot do that. that. That that's a fresh that's something I would have seen last year. Well and he did a few things like that last year and, and it was well, you he, know, he, he did a few things like that mistakes. yesterday too, but he did. that still. was probably one of the biggest parts of the game. Yeah. Was a twenty yard sack. But I still think you, you put up almost five hundred yards of offense with the number five defense in the country. Um, you go toe to toe on paper, I just told you the stats before right. we sat down on paper. I mean, we're toe-in-toe. That 16-point loss is not reflective of how the stats look. Well, but those few mistakes, those few things we did on offense hurt us. But more than anything else, I mean, we gave up 200, or, uh, yeah, 220 yards rushing. Well, and in three games against Wisconsin, playing against Jonathan Taylor, he's rushed over 200 yards. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if you put up almost 500 yards, you'd probably need to score more than 21 points. Yeah, well, that's the thing, too. I mean, we got, I think in the second half, I think what I saw is we were inside their 30 four times. Four times we were inside the 30-yard line, came away with three points. Yeah, you can't. So four trips, three points. We had a miserable. I know they're, you know, they're good red zone defense, but you got to find a way. I mean, that's what you got to focus on kind of in that game plan, too, is how we're going to prepare if we get in the red zone, what's going to happen, because I thought our red zone play calling was, again, Something that I think Frost needs to work on more than anything else is the red zone offense. He's the play caller. Right. It's, we got to get better. It was um, it was encouraging because you know when they ruled out Wandale, um, I, I said I don't know where we're going to get points from. Yeah. Um, and two of our best defensive linemen didn't play. Yeah. And they were actually almost. I mean, maybe not better, but. Um, it was good to see guys like Garrett Nelson in on, like, every tackle. Oh, yeah. Freaking beast. I love it, dude. Yeah. I mean, he got his black shirt. Uh, so, right. Damian Jackson, he got his black shirt. Um, Lyme Mazur just got a scholarship. I don't know if you saw that, mm-hmm. but he got, he got a scholarship. Mazur was in on some plays. You know, there's a few times where they got the ball to Mazur. I'm like, maybe not the guy to get to at this point, but I still Well, know. yeah, there was a late in the game going to him, which, I mean, it's fine. I mean, he's a he's a player on the team Yeah, that's at a skill position. Yep. And... He takes the reps in practice. He knows what to do. Yep. It just, I mean, there's there's a few times where we just didn't execute on the run very well late in the game. And, and I got to say that last play that we could have scored on, I, I mentioned Wilson ran right by the right. one guy that he needed to block. Mm-hmm. He didn't touch him, and he's right. got to make the tackle to stop the short. And when he caught it, I thought he was in. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's a touchdown. Yep. Um, can we please? send a message of some kind to the special teams coach and tell them to not return kickoffs. Oh, my God. The first kickoff of the game, will you get the ball? They run out to, like, the 12-yard line. Yeah. Like, dude, just take it at the 25. Take it then, then you have your game plan. You know where you're going to start. You know kind of how you yeah. want to go. I mean, so <laughs> you are towards the end. We did return one, and I – was like, well, you know, we needed, we were down by enough points that, you know, maybe you break one. Yeah. So I understand that. But the first 
kick off of the game, absolutely. Unless unless you are winning the game, there's zero even then, there's zero reason to return. If you get a twenty five and a fair catch, fair catch the damn thing and don't come out. I mean, there's zero you watch all these other college games and I rarely see people return the kicks Correct. because yeah, you're going to catch it inside no. the five? No. Their guy that returned the kickoff, it was, it, we were kicking into the wind, so it was a short kick. I yeah. understand that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, I just had to make it. Yeah. Uh, Ross they wanted to make Martinez beat him with their arm. Well, he did with his arm and his leg. I mean, we beat him in pass yards, yeah. and really, he had a great rushing uh, game as well. He had he a couple had really long yards. rushes, um, and really, they, they didn't have much of an answer for Martinez for the most part, um, and I think that's, again, one of the best Games I think we've seen him play, one of the complete games he's played. He looked healthy. He looked he looked more confident. He looked more decisive. He did look more confident. He of was pushing the ball to J.D. a lot more than he has. You know, of course, he wasn't perfect, but, you know, Noah had a good game. Mike Williams did a great job blocking on the outside. Kate Warner did a good job blocking on the outside. You know, we got to see some things that we haven't seen really the entire year on offense, and it was kind of good to see them humming the way they were right. um, and look more consistent. There was more than once I said, man, if we looked like this against Illinois or Purdue, yep. we would have hands down won that game. Oh, yeah. I mean, won again, those games. Was it perfect? No, but was it the best we probably played this year? Absolutely. I mean, we tech, we could have lost. We should have lost by eight instead of 16. Right. But if you look at the stat sheet, we, we should have been toe-and-toe right. and right. maybe got here won the game. Um, you know, it was – it was also encouraging to see some different numbers that, you know, I haven't seen. The guys that you barely know or, yeah. oh, I've heard of them, but I haven't seen them in, and they got in. Um, that's always good. I know that some of these guys, they have a couple games left and to still stay under that red shirt, and so they got a chance. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, again, Ross mentioned just the two plays that really killed us were the 20-yard the sack and the, the kick return. I, I think that just swung momentum so much right. in their favor, but, you know, really, yeah, I thought we hung in there. <laughs> killing me. Oh, God. He's running back, and I'm just F-bomb after F-bomb yelling. I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, get rid of it at some um, point. But I, I think, you know, you look at a lot of the guys that had to kind of substitute in yesterday. We had a lot of younger guys playing as well. A lot of guys that normally don't get to play. I mean, we had, we played well. I mean, I know. I know Braxton Clark got in there. Braxton, Braxton, Braxton Clark was playing good. corner. Switched Boodle over to safety. Um, which you can look at the defense and just see, you know, we just couldn't stop them. Right. I mean, we, we cannot stop Wisconsin running backs. No. And it just it's, it doesn't matter what D coordinator. Over the last four, four times we played them, they're I rushing mean, for you, over 200 feet. You can go back to Melvin Gordon. Yeah. You can go back to I mean, there's, there's, Ball. They're setting records against us, and it's, it's something that we have to clean up. It, it's I'm not worried about our pass defense. Our pass defense no, that's actually pretty good. Is, is going to be good. And he's a uh, – Cone is a 73% passer rating. He's 73% this year on his passing. So he's a good – he's a lot better than I thought he was. Um, but also they don't have to throw the ball that often. So you're going to be yeah. more efficient because you got Taylor that runs the ball as much as he does. I mean, 45 carries. 45 rushes. I don't know if he had 45, but they had a total of 45. I'm sure he had majority of those. He probably had – 30, he probably, had 30, 30, oh, he probably had 35 of those at least. Because I know they said that other number 14 that came in, they mm-hmm. said he's going to be pretty good, which that's how it's been for them. Yep. You know, Jonathan Taylor comes in behind whoever, and when they come in, they're just as good. Absolutely. And it could be just plug and play. With that offensive line, you can just put anybody in there. Yep, and and Dan mentioned this too. Scott still has a lot, of, lot to learn with play calling. Uh, Mills was killing it and had like three carries in the second half. 
think he had a few more than three carries, but he didn't have a lot. Right. He, he definitely probably didn't, didn't have as many as he should have. You know, a lot of times with Mills, he uh, he gets like two yards, three yards. That's yeah. what's kind of been all year. Um, and there was a couple of those, and so I, I don't know if they just kind of backed off. Yeah, I don't um, know. He could have been banged up. No, that's true, too. Um because you'd probably expect him in at the end instead of Missouri, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, and I think I, I don't know if that's why Missouri got some more carries is because of maybe Mills was banged up. He got hit a lot. He a lot of rushes. Well, that been and maybe Missouri's been busting his ass in practice, and so the coaches are like, "Hey, yeah. you've earned it. Yep, we'll see what you got." Yeah, and um, you know, and Ross followed once, and he did. Ross made a good point um, that they never had a big play on us. I mean. Hmm. Their longest run, I mean, yeah, it was 19 yards, but we have longer runs than that against them. So, right, we have 19 like, yards. We have like four or six plays over 20 yards, and they said like they were one of the lowest teams in the country of giving up 20 plus yards. Yeah. whatever the stat was. Yeah, I, we we had we had we did a lot of things on offense that no other team has done against Wisconsin this year, which is pretty crazy. So, so you look at that, you look at you look at the positives again. Offensive line, offensive line looked good. Um, Martinez looked closer to his normal self. Right. When he ran the ball, when he threw the ball, he looked more confident. You look at Dedrick Mills, had a great game. We got to see some younger guys get in the game that we haven't seen, played well. Our defense, it's, it, it's clearly, our defense is clearly the, the point we need to focus on more than anything else. Well, and it's kind of crazy, too, because, <clears throat> okay, oh, hold on, all right, linebackers. Man, that, that, I was going to say, I, I feel like that's what it is because I feel like our defensive backs are pretty good. Yeah. And maybe they're put on an island more than not, you know, on the big plays. But I feel like they're pretty good. And the defensive line, while not getting much pressure on the quarterback, yep. has at least limited the run game. Yeah. And, and I like some of the linebackers. Yeah. Like, JoJo Doman is all over the place. Muhammad Berry is not Muhammad Berry like he was last year. Yeah, we had a discussion about that. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't quite get that. Um, so, I don't know. Yep. Yeah, and, and Ross made a good point. We, when, we did, uh, when we did a good job on defense, our offense kind of came out and we didn't get points off of the, the three and outs. We had a couple three and outs. We had, yeah. We had some good stops on D and we didn't come out and, and force – Start the second uh, half. We got three and out to start the second half. It was perfect. And no, finally, we made adjustments at half that we haven't really been seeing. Yep. And I don't remember exactly what happened on that. We stalled out or whatever. But yeah, it, when we did, and it, well, I don't think I don't know if we went three and out, but we didn't score. That's, that was huge. Um, Donnie mentioned that Martinez, Martinez holds the ball too long. He does. He and, and that's so when I'm looking at when he holds the ball that long. Receivers aren't open, so either either we're not running really good routes. Our receivers aren't good route runners. So those are a couple different things that could be happening. So is it the receivers? Is it the actual routes? Or is it Martinez? Is it not him checking second and third options? Is he looking for one guy? I know we saw that earlier in the year where it's right. like he's looking for JD he's only. Looking for JD only, and that's understandable. That's what he feels confident with. There's a lot of new faces. Um, but but and you don't I mean you don't he he doesn't have his boy Stanley to throw to either I mean that, I feel like that was probably a safety blanket. Well, when you had Stanley and JD on the field, right? Then, well, and and then you have uh, Zig coming out of the backfield, right? Huge. And I, we haven't really th- well haven't really thrown a lot. We don't really throw a lot to the running backs, do no, we? No. I mean maybe a screen here or there, 
or swing pat, like a, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I mean, we did. I feel like we threw a lot more to Zigbo last year. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I, you know, Brian mentioned too that he looks like he has no idea where he wants to go with the ball. Maybe confused. Again, I thought he did a lot better yesterday than he has all year. But there's still times where, again, you see. I think you have to look at it from. Uh, take, a, take a step back from it and not just look at it as he holds on too long and he doesn't know where he's confused, doesn't know where to throw it. You got to look at what the receivers are doing. Right. We don't get our tight ends involved nearly enough. We did a little bit yesterday. A little bit, but still, I don't think enough. Right. Jack Stoll and Allen need to be a huge threat on that field when they are, just like Iowa tight ends. You know, they had two tight ends last year that came play right, in the first round of the draft. I think we may not have we maybe not have first round draft pick tight ends, but we got talent at the tight ends, and we don't exploit them enough. Yeah. But when we do, we're successful. Right. When they threw it, when they threw it to Stoll, he got it and yeah. got a pretty decent game yeah. down I mean, the middle. Again, I think yeah, I think people focus too much on the quarterback and not kind of take a step back and. Look at the it's entire easy. It's easy. It's really easy to to point the finger, and you know, Martinez he's got the weight. He's got the weight of the state on his shoulders, and he knows that. Oh, yeah. And he's trying his very best to make something happen. Yep, absolutely. And you know that's a lot for a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for a kid, and you know I've criticized just as much as the next person, but yeah. Well, and again, we mentioned at the beginning of the show. Rob mentioned too, is you had. You had three, three guys rushing. You had eight dropping out. That makes it a little bit tough. They're playing eight in the zone. I mean, you have to find the hole, and you got to make adjustments. And, and I just don't think we did that very well. Um, you know, well, I know really good on defense. Yeah, I mean, they, they're number five. The so they, you know, it, that does make it difficult as a you know to make a read. Absolutely. Um, and I thought he did a better job of actually just saying. I'm just going to tuck it and go. He did He did a better job of that. And Donnie mentioned, too, he needs to make quicker decisions. He did pull it down and go or throw it away. He did. There, I he did think that he, better yesterday than he had today. But there's still depth. I agree with the throw it away. There's times where he doesn't throw it away early enough. He tries to do too much, and he gets caught up, and you lose 20 yards. Um, is that, or he tries to throw a cross body and make something happen. Make a bad throw, yeah. So they shouldn't do. I think some of that decision-making is still growing pains from him just being a young quarterback. Um, and he's been dinged up. Yeah, and so, you know? but, you know, again, there are things that he still needs to work on. I think everyone knows it. But taking a step back and looking at the whole picture is you got receivers and tight ends, running backs, whatever you're trying to get open. You know, I'm not watching film, but I guarantee if I did, our receivers aren't hitting that middle spot. And if they are, Martinez isn't looking at that second or third option. Um, or so, if he's already got pressure on him, you can't get it out. So let me ask you this. In this off season. Whether we whether we win the next two games and make a bowl game or not, what's that quarterback competition like? And is it really up for grabs? QB competition? Yes. 100%. I don't think there's any doubt. I know Frost says he's my guy, he's my guy. But I think this competition in the offseason is going to really heat up with how well right. we, we've seen Luke play well, we've seen Vedro play really well. I mean, they're going to be putting heat on Martinez. And if Martinez is still the guy, I hope it's because he got pushed to the wall and he really outbeat those two guys. Um, I can't remember what exactly happened now, but did you see that uh, Smothers, Logan Smothers, yeah. in his playoff game? Yeah. Cheap shot, and he broke his broke something or yeah. hurt something. He's out for the season. That kind of pissed me off. But um, I don't think he's got a chance to go next year. I mean, no, get on the next year. But anyway, I just didn't know if you saw that or not. Yeah. Um, 
And I think we have a lot of young talent at the linebacker position that we're going to see next year, which I think is one of our weaknesses on defense. As Zom mentions here, um, it doesn't look like we practice tackling to the ground. That, man, I, I, I kind of ripped Mo Berry, another one, a, couple, a few weeks ago. I know it didn't make you too happy because you liked the guy, but he, he's just getting – him and other guys yesterday, they're getting carried 10, 15 yards downfield on the back of Jonathan Taylor. Right. Like, man, and when you get on him, you got to pull back. Or, I, I get yeah. Jonathan oh. Taylor's one of the best in the biz at, you know, <laughs> those type of runs. But you can't arm tackle him. No, we, our tackling was probably the worst it's been all year yesterday. We've had some bad games with tackling, but yesterday was rough. I mean, you know you can't arm tackle that guy. We had so no. many guys diving and throwing an arm out there. You're or throwing a shoulder. You're not going to get him. I mean, yeah. he's, he's no, um, uh, what's his, like, Saquon Barkley. He's not Barkley. No. Uh, Barkley, I think, is even tougher to bring down. But he is, he's a hell of a good running back. I mean, seriously, yeah, he could have been a hygiene contender. Um, but I just don't think Wisconsin really got enough looks, and I don't think he's really had They did, but then once they lost to Illinois, it kind of went out the window. But I still don't think Taylor's consistency was there throughout the That's entire year. Probably, um, probably true. But definitely our, our tackling is lazy. It's been just – it's been awful this year. Yeah. Um, in For the entire year, it's been awful, and I think we need to do better. Um, and that's, that's not only on coaches, but players need to execute in the game. And, you know – I don't think coaches are teaching them arm tackles, so no, I mean, you got be, to be better in the game. That's one of those where it's easy to point fingers to, but you yeah. know you don't know the whole situation. So, uh, but yeah, they need to figure it out. Yeah, Don Donnie here says you don't think uh, Martinez is a starter next year. I think you, Donnie. I think you and a lot of people are probably on the same field. Some are going to say it's a huge QB battle, like me, and others are going to say he don't have a job next year. He's not going to be the starter. So I think it could be interesting. I think it's going to it's going to be fun to watch. Um, but also it could be stressful for some of us, too, depending on who we want be, to start. You know, maybe the season ends and he just says, you know what, I really didn't didn't really get the job done the way that I wanted to, the way that the coaches want me to, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make it my mission to spend this off season. and maybe he's freaking amazing next year. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just maybe he returns as the freshman we saw. I mean, you, right. you don't know, so I think... I think it's going to be fun. I think we're going to hear a lot of it this year, too. I think that pressure is going to build in the offseason, which I hate even talking about the offseason, but I think the pressure is going to build because you're going to have Luke and Noah. Right. They know they play well. They're going to be fighting for that job. Right. And, you know, Martinez technically would still have two years left. Those guys want to play, too. And I think you talk about competition, and we all know we, we played sports before. You got that guy behind you that wants your job. They're going to push you. Yeah. You, I mean, those, those guys are they're friends. They're, they're going to be pushing each other to the next level, hopefully, to where they're all battling for that job. And, hey, best, best guy wins. It's, right. I think it's going to be a tough that. Or, you know, yeah, so then one goes out. And, you know, the way that the style of offense we have, they're prone to quarterbacks getting hurt. So, you know, those guys are going to be right there, ready to go. Yep. If Luke gets hurt or if uh, – Martinez gets hurt. I mean, whatever. They, it, it's a better quarterback situation than we've been in for quite a while. So a couple of things I got to point out. I, I didn't know this. Maybe you heard it, but Max, Max, welcome to the show. He said, "What happened to two a? What happened to Martinez?" And Zom uh, decided to say, "I don't." Again, I'm guessing he probably knows more than I do. But he said he messed up because he got a volleyball player pregnant. 
I think that was... Is that a rumor or is that true? I think that that... I've heard that. Oh, and, and I don't that, know if that's actually true Actually, false information. I, I did hear that. I'm not sure if that was true or not, though. Uh, interesting. Huh. If it's a starter, we'd find out really quick if that happened. I think um, it was. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't know. So Dan mentioned at this point in the year, tackling should not be an issue. Either these guys aren't physical enough, uh, not strong enough, or they're being taught wrong. I, here's what I see, and, and we've talked about this before as well. We are over over committing, over running. We are not hitting the gaps. So we're right. out of place. It, it's straight up to me out of position, which is why we can't make that tackle in the well, open field. I, there was one particular time yesterday, and it was just because they slow mode the replay after the play. Um, Mohamed Berry was going as the middle linebacker. He was shooting to the outside when they handed the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. When they hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor, he goes right up the middle. Yes. And he was going this way, and it just so happened somebody had come across and caught him, or it would have been like a 60-yard touchdown. And I was like, I, I don't, it, it just blew my mind. Why, like, why are you going that way? You're, you're not hitting the gap right there. Yeah. That's the gap, and you're running away from the gap. So we talked about it. We, we've talked, our, our linebackers do not hit the gaps. And when they do, instead of actually hitting the gap, they engage with the offensive lineman or the, or the blocker. And they, it's so fundamentals, and Donnie mentioned it, they lack fundamentals. And I think that's 100% on, you got that, you have coaching on. I know that they spent time, I know they said they spent time in the bye week working on fundamentals. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if, you know, you just played a certain way for a certain number of years and just have it to, it's hard to get out of that habit. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and I do, I do agree. It is 100% fundamentals, and part of that fundamental is and overrunning plays. And not maybe, maybe, I should, maybe I should put more on the coaches than I do, but that's just the way I see it. Yeah. Um, so Max says young players are going to be great. Absolutely touched on that again. Um, Ross believes that most of these guys are bred for the 3-4 defense. Shander really never had a good defense, and that's, that's very true. Um, so they, they've always based on, yeah, they're not bred for three, four. I know what you meant. Um, so yeah, I mean, you look at UCF, they gave up a lot of yards. That was a lot of yards. And and they, they talked about it. And even Frost kind of hinted at it when he came here. And so Schnander is, Hey, you know, (laughs) we're going to put up more points than you. So you know, come on as go ahead and score some points. We're going to score more points. It's kind of the feeling yeah. that last year. That's, I think that's changed. That's <laughs> that point. And everyone knew that too. Coming into when Frost and his team came over is is that is that what we're going to see is high scoring offense. You know, like you see the Big Twelve and the AAC. The Big Ten not really doesn't really play that style though. So that's I mean mm-hmm. you're talking about teams like in our division like Wisconsin and Iowa that just line up and say, hey, we're going to run at you for four yards and we're going to do it 20 times Yeah, and then score. Yep, absolutely. I mean, did you see how, like, their touchdown drives were 70, 80, 90 yards every single time. And they beat us on at nine, minute, nine minutes more on time of possession. Right. And that's big time football is yep. time of possession. It is. And you are not. methodically moving up and inching up the field. It's not, I'm going to burn you with the first down six times in a row and go 75 yards. It is. I'm going to go second, third down, 
and we're going to convert, even though they're only 33%. So they converted on first and second down a lot. Well, and their third down defense going into the game was, like, huge, was mm-hmm. like amazing. And we got a third down we quite were 50%, a few times, yeah. which, is, which is really promising to see. But um, I, I don't know this for sure, but um, at least two of our touchdown drives, if not all three, they were all scored in less than two minutes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or right around two, three minutes. Yep. Which, I mean, that's good to know that if you need to score you quick, you can. But, I mean, we got we to get to that. They have, they have nine more minutes possession. Yeah. I mean, that wears the defense down. Yeah. You, you got to get more time on the field. And that's, that's just not what Frost and, and the team you know, it, it will be interesting. Um, I don't think a change is going to be made after this season. But Frost gets the two-year extension, which is good. I, I um, agree. I, I agree with it. I think... You know, obviously things haven't been perfect yet, but you got to build it. Um, but it will be interesting to see if he makes any changes yeah. uh, to the staff. Yeah, so, so Nathan mentioned, you know, we wouldn't be really talking about this if our offense was scoring. You're 100% correct. Like, if our offense was, if was our offense scoring, was doing what our offense did last year, then we wouldn't talk about it. At the end of the year, yeah, absolutely, because I think we'd be outscoring people. <laughs> um, Zom also mentioned that people need to lay off Shenander, you know, for at least another year. And, right. and I've kind of been talking to people about this because he's got – what, eight of the 11 starters he's saying, somewhere around there, are Riley guys. That's true. So you are looking at some of Riley's guys who had two or three different coordinators. And we've had five. This is a fifth defense coordinator in, like, four years. So you're seeing some guys have gone through five. Eric Lee's gone through five coordinators. I mean, that's hard. that is a hard thing to do because we switched mid, middle of Riley. We had Banker, and we switched to Dumbass, whatever his name was. For one Dumbass year. works for me. Um, but so I, and we've and we've talked about this a little bit as well. Is you know people really rag on Chins, and I think his his style is going to have to change because of the Big Ten and the right. way that he wants. Gonna have to figure we still need out. interceptions. We still need strips. I think right. that's great. We still need to teach that, but we got to do better elsewhere on the field. I hmm. say you probably give him somewhere between three to five years. Once you you know the majority of your players that you brought in to fit your scheme. You know, if we're still seeing the same thing, I mean, there's obviously going to have to be a change made. Yeah. I know McKenna last year said every single week, fire him, fire, 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 fire him, yeah. But um, we got to get a lot of the guys that they want in the field. And you will see if things change. Right. Um, Nathan said, bad kicking game. Someone, I think, I remember who said our kicking game is awful again. Yes, we know. Um, play calling the red zone has been awful. So we put ourselves in a position, knowing we don't have a great kicking game, to have to kick it when we really need to start scoring more TDs too, in the red zone. Pickering was really good at the end of last year, and you know, he, then he was hurt, and yep. it, it's tough to kind of get back into a rhythm when, you've been, when you're out half the season. So. Absolutely. Donnie, you might need to clarify. You said Coach Frost isn't going to get us there. Get us where? You're talking about the playoff? Um, you know, I, I've been talking to a couple people, and we're four, ways, four years away. Not now, but I think we're another two years away, which is our hardest schedule in 2021, from potentially being the team that Husker fans want to see. Yeah. Are, can, I mean, we, can we win the West that year? That's probably one of our toughest years, but as far as division, yeah, we can probably win the West that year, but we might be looking at year five when we actually win the West and have a shot to do anything more than that. Well, and let me ask you this. I mean, how many teams have made the playoff? Not that many, because the same ones make it. The same ones are making it, yeah. I mean... And, let, and until they go to eight. Yeah. Which, but, and, again, we've talked about this. 
the and my thoughts on it is the playoff is almost ruining college football. It almost kind of does. You're right. Be, and I, you know you can see it in many different ways. But when you have a nine and three season or a ten and two season, don't make the playoff. Your your season was not successful. And that's well, where, and not only that, but you're a team like Oregon, and you know obviously now they well, it looks like they still have a shot, but they lose yeah. the first game of the year to Auburn, who's now lose, starting to lose a couple games, and they're going to lose at least and, one game. And I mean, on paper, it looks like it'll shape up Utah versus Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. They're both one off. The winner should be in, yeah, or could be in. But I mean, how many? People wrote them off after they lost their first game of the season, unlike a last-second touchdown yep. that they gave up, and that's that kind of ruins. The, I mean, that kind of ruins it. You got to win every freaking game. Yeah, I mean, that's the only reason why I have said that I wouldn't be opposed to eight teams because then if you win your conference championship, just like in any other sport, you can you can have twenty. Wins and 15 losses in basketball, and you can win your conference tournament and make yeah. it to the NCAA. Well, and, and here's where I get hung up, and, and it's you see a lot of bias out there. I mean, Florida's still ranked like ninth now in the AP. Um, but you got teams like Georgia who lost. I know they only got their one loss, but they lost to an uh, – I don't even know if they won yesterday. They probably lost or they had a bye. Either I'm way, sure. I mean, they are a six-loss team as of last week, and, and they, they beat them at home. Okay, I think we're good now. Um, anyways, uh, so it was um, right, and I mean, you see that it's like, how are they number four well, ahead, ahead of Alabama? Alabama lost to a better team. I just, I don't, I don't know. With and now they're going to be playing in the SC championship game. Well, they are, and you know, Alabama lost to us, so that can make things change yeah. in the minds of some people that are. In a position to make a, make a big decision, but Absolutely. Um, you know how, how do you decide? I mean, Oklahoma was losing by twenty five points. Yeah, they came back. That's that's cool. Yeah, yep. huge comeback. But you lost to a K State team now that has lost a few games. K State's unranked now. I mean, they're unranked. So, so I mean, how, how are you supposed to decide who makes it in? Absolutely. Yeah, and and a couple of different comments I want to get to. Um, uh, Zom mentioned that the Big Ten is good this year. I mean, the Big Ten Ten is getting better. Look at Indiana, look at at Illinois, look at Minnesota. Um, Minnesota slipped up yesterday, but, you know, that means Iowa's pretty good, too. You you got, yeah, Iowa's decent. I mean, Wisconsin's good, Penn State's good. Michigan Michigan has done better. Pretty good, actually. They've done better than they started off. Um, Patterson's doing better. Um, And you got, of course, Ohio State. I mean, you have teams that are playing really well in the Big Ten right now. You still see all the SEC bias, but you know right now, Big Ten I think is probably the best conference there is out there. When, there when you somebody look, that was saying that yesterday, we're not nearly laughing at them. We're not nearly as top heavy. I mean, you got eight teams probably no. from the Big Ten. SEC is extremely top heavy. Huge. Um, and then there's another comment about Frost uh, and just wait, looking at the guys that are playing that are their guys and watching them play now. Like Wandell Diedrich is a, a transfer, but still he's their guy. Um, Martinez, who we know what he can do, uh, Garrett Nelson, some of these other guys that are getting in the game and playing well, that's a bright future. I mean, right. you have to be excited. And I think um, 
can't remember who it was, Donnie maybe, mentioned that, you know, two years from now, year four is really going to be the, be the year where we should see a huge jump in production and improvement because we're going to have four years of Frost and their guys playing. True. We got a ton of red shirts we don't even talk about because we don't see them on the field. Receivers, D-backs, linebackers. Well, Jackson Hanna is going to be a hell of a good linebacker for right, us. Right, well, and it's tough because, you know, we've talked about it, but how many of these guys – could potentially be in there, but they're just either redshirting them, they're or they're just, just giving them. They're not strong quite enough, big enough, strong enough. Fast Ty, enough. Uh, Ty Robinson got in right. a little bit. Um, maybe, we got Jimmy Fritz. Maybe they just haven't, don't know the playbook all the way yet. So you don't want to throw them in there, and then you know they're confused, and you know all that type of stuff. So I mean, how much of that is going on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's why making a bowl game is big, because then you get another month huge. of practices, and, and you get you see commits too. I mean, we had a lot of commits. I think that game yesterday. I think no. we're going to get more guys right. committing there after that game. There was a 2021 commit that the was a three, offensive yeah, three star out of Iowa. Um, what I was very excited about yesterday, not necessarily excited, but I I wasn't really sure what to expect, especially when they said Wandale was out. I was like, this could get ugly. Yeah. Um, but we held our own, and we had some big-time recruits at the game, and that's freaking huge. You announced that Scott's got two more years. You play a pretty decent football game against a top-15 team. Yep. Um, it was good. Yeah, I think it was great. It was great for Nebraska yesterday. Again, Frost wasn't happy, which which is good. The team doesn't need to be happy. I don't. They don't need to be happy. But as fans, we saw something that we haven't seen, and we competed against a top 15 team. We could have actually been closer if not I'm, won that game. I'm, I'm with him. I'm not really a silver linings type of guy. No. I'm not really like a moral victory type of this guy. This year, I think, yeah. But <laughs> take, the win, take the positive. My biggest thing, I kept saying it yesterday, is we didn't get blown out with a bunch of recruits there. Yep. And that's the best thing that could happen. Yep. Interesting. So Zamas did think something was weird about the Carlos Davis injury that yeah. Frost said he practiced all week and acted annoyed when asked about it. Um, is Carlos the one that's been getting in trouble on field? And Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they play if they just took him out. I mean, we've talked about it. If you got guys that aren't doing what they need to do on the field, put someone else in. Yeah. And, I, I and the guys that they put in have made plays. They, were, they weren't bad. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't. Um, that's interesting, though, Zom, because I did not – I mean – I haven't been able to listen to as much radio as I normally do, um, so I usually find out a lot more info, but I didn't realize, you know, right before the game they announced three freaking starters aren't playing. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Again, that, that doesn't need to be anything we need to know as fans we want to, but... Um, I knew Wandale wasn't going to play. I heard earlier yeah. in the week they said there's a very good chance that he's not going to, and then Frost said, oh, there's a very good chance that he is going to, and I'm like, yeah. well, of course he's going to say that. It was one of those games where they're like, you know what? We're playing a top team. We may not have the talent to win this game. We could use him, but we also have guys, other guys we can bring in and play. Right. And, if, um, and you know, we, <laughs> they're going to need him. Yeah. I mean, if he's able to go, they're going to need him for the next two games. Absolutely. A couple different things that Nathan, that Nathan and Donnie said that I, I think people need to pay attention to more than anything else right now is – the JUCO, we had a lot of JUCO offers go out on our bye week. Um, right. And if anybody that was paying attention to that, I mean, we are making offers to JUCO guys to get in and get this thing kind of turning as the young guys are getting a little bigger. 
and getting get stronger. Get competition, but get some guys that, that have, have played. They got experience. experience. Um, so he said, you know, you can see how bad Frost wants to turn it around. Anybody that doubts Frost and what he wants it's to do with the program needs to just don't be a fan. Um, Donnie I, mentioned... I, I literally have to stay off the pages. Oh, yeah. I, I can't even do it. Well, and so anybody that followed me on the... Uh, I did the Two Average Guys Twitter. Um, I, I deleted it because I was just done with the media and Husker fans um, that... I didn't even follow him, but I was seeing retweets. I'm like, I can't do it. It was just stupid. Um, but Donnie mentioned, you know, the walk-on program. Our walk-on program, we are seeing a lot of walk-on offers and accepted accepted offers as well to walk on to the program. So he's trying to rebuild that. No, it's not the 90s, but it's different. walk-ons it's different game now. Walk-ons build competition. They build depth. You have depth and competition. What else? Why don't you want that? Right. Uh, Max, he's shouting out to the bush. Uh, Bush Light. Yes. Max, we don't have a sponsor. I told Jimmy we need to maybe start looking for that so we can go over to Ireland in, Ireland in yes, a couple of years. Yes, um, So, Nathan, I think we'd be surprised on which players are not bought in. Tyron Ferguson was released from the team. He very well could have... He was awesome last year. He didn't play I mean, a ton last year, when, but... He when got he in, in towards the end of the year, and he was really good. Yes. Um, so, I, I think Tyron, maybe one of the guys didn't buy in. But it said, a couple of reports said he was released. A couple of reports said that he left the program. So, who knows? Um, I mean, obviously, the, the results in the games are not where anybody wants it. But, I mean, is that going to make you want to leave? I mean, mm-hmm. may, maybe, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he wasn't getting playing time. He had four tackles on the year. He's not a guy that was an everyday starter. And we kind of thought he might be competing for a position coming in, but... I thought we, it would be. We really 100%. didn't see him. We really didn't see him on the field much. So, um, so that those jukers are going to help us out quick. I think the walk-on program is going to help us out quick. We're building depth. We are building experience with those jukers and those walk-ons, and that's what people need to look forward to. Is next year we should see improvement next year, and we should see even more the following year. Even though 2021 is our hardest schedule. But you also got to look at those other programs are still going to have people leaving and cycling in and out. So you you may not see the teams like the Oklahomas. Uh, Illinois, I think, is going to be better then. But who knows? I mean, we don't know what it's going to look like in two years for those other programs. Historically, yes, they're good programs. But we don't know. We don't know what we're going to look like. So I mean, and who knows? Maybe what's-his-name goes to the Cowboys, a coach. Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Hey, you, that's been a point. That I think it depends on how the Cowboys do this year. That's been a point. Big win today, a boys. A lot of people have been saying that. Um, um, and Donnie mentioned a little bit earlier about uh, he thinks Harbaugh is going to be leaving Michigan. Um, I don't doubt it. I think after this year, he potentially could. There's been a lot of rumors, and a lot of those NFL. a lot of those rumors turned out to be true. <laughs> Even yeah. though they they'll deny it until their head explodes, but a lot of those rumors turn out to be true. So you may see Harbaugh hop on the NFL, um, which, again, that, that's, he's, he's a good recruiter. He recruits well. He sleeps over at recruits' houses. I mean, weird. he's a weird guy, but um, those pants, he's got, those, he's got the commercial with the pants now, and who knows. Um, Nathan mentioned the offensive line will be much improved next year, and we get the new tight end from Rutgers. That is true. We got the Rutgers uh, tight end transfer. Um, that will be a big one. Um, so, yeah, I think our offensive line, again, they are – I think they, we've seen incremental improvements here and there um, throughout the year. Um, we saw a couple high, high snaps yesterday. Yeah, but I think But Jurgens is getting better. I think we are seeing what we want to see just very slowly at certain parts of the game. Defense, I think, is the biggest hole. And offense, defensive line. 
We get offensive, defensive line. You win games in the trenches. Why right. is Minnesota so good? They got a guy that's 6'9", 400 pounds. Freaking huge. Line. So they got guys on the offensive and defensive line that are winning in the trenches. And Carrick and I, Carrick and I had an exchange on Twitter about that. Is They're winning those games on the line. That's how you win football games. You have to be able to control the line. And we haven't done that in a long time. Right. But yeah, I, I think that's something that Duvall and his, his strength, and, strength and conditioning, and then you look at the nutrition side of it too, I, they just got to kill it. They got to kill it with these guys. Again, I don't want to hear about the gains in the offseason. I don't either. I don't care about it. I don't care. I want to see the guys produce on the field. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, let's get a couple other comments here. Max, okay. 70s and 90s, our players always got in trouble. But we won that. We won Nash. We won the Natties, didn't we? Hey, you ain't wrong there. And a lot of people are like, oh, sure. with the, all the weed. Oh, Nebraska being Nebraska. Getting back to this, the 90s and letting shit go. I just... It is what it is. Marijuana is not a concern to me. Um, that is funny. Donnie mentioned you can see this team turning the corner. I think you can. I think you're seeing uh, – we talked about the young guys. You're seeing the young guys getting their chances and doing what they got to do. And they're For almost kind of stepping up as leaders. Getting, yeah, I mean, they're, they are talking about the older guys, and they, they're not scared to tell them, do your job. <laughs> right. Garrett Nelson's in tears getting his black shirt because he's been busting his he's ass. The, he's the first freshman in five years to get yeah. his black – or four years. 2014 or 15, I can't remember which year it was. But he's the first freshman to get a black shirt. Um, and a lot of people might say he doesn't deserve it. A lot of people think black shirts should be, should be stripped. It's more, it's more than what you do on the field. It's, not, it's about your leadership right. um, as well. So whatever, whatever you want to believe about the black shirts, I think he earned it because of leadership, and he is playing his well, – Balls yeah, out every play on like that field. Crazy hard worker. So then those guys are in on tackles. Oh, I'm a freak athlete. I mean, I think he is just. I think he's psycho, but just good on the field. Yeah. And he's just a madman, and I think he's going to let it loose. Um, Max is out. Take it easy, buddy. We're almost done here too. Yep. Um. Anyways, it's been fun chatting with you guys. I mean, I don't really have much more. I think. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Zom says, "Be a decent ending of the season to beat Maryland, to beat Iowa, and get to a bowl." It would. Uh, maybe a bowl, maybe win the bowl game too would be uh, would make the year a lot better. I don't disagree. And here's what I saw: Maryland is definitely a winnable game. We've had a lot of those this year, but we I have. think yesterday should give us confidence going into our next two games because well, of how we played again. Hey, you play like this against a team that's a lot less than Wisconsin, yes, yes. and then you should win. Now Iowa's going to be a tough game. We know that it always is. Absolutely. <clears throat> Iowa, I watched a little bit of that game yesterday. I actually watched a good chunk of it. I watched a decent amount of it. Nate Stanley is good when he's in the pocket with protection and nobody rushing him. If you get pressure on Nate Stanley, that's where Iowa is not good on offense. Iowa fans have been pissed about the offense all year. Right. Because they, yeah. They They don't put up a lot of points. They don't. They're not successful in the run game. They're not successful in the pass game. They thought Nate Stanley was going to be like a Heisman potential candidate. He's not a bad quarterback, but if you put pressure on Nate Stanley, he's going to mess up. He's not going to make those completions. Right. He's going to hurry the pass. He's going to miss his receivers. And that's what, that's what we're going to have to do. I mean, that focus in that Iowa game is get pressure on Stanley. Well, and we're going to have to get some offense going because their defense is good. Yeah, and, but look what we just did. I think we do. Right. If we get 500 yards of offense against Iowa, I think we win that game as long as our defense puts pressure on Stanley. They got a couple really good uh, wide receivers. Um, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head any other players, but 
Oh, man, one of the guys has actually had a really good game. But um, I definitely think, Nick, that, yeah, if we can win both those games and go to a bowl game, absolutely. It turns the landscape of this season into a positive, kind of like we did last year, how we ended the season, even though we still went 4-8. and eight, We still had a much better second half. The way we played yesterday, carry that momentum in the next two games. If we can win those two games and get to a bowl, which we can, Husker fans, we can do it, my God. Think of what that does for recruiting. Think of what that does for next year and how much that changes Husker football for next year. Yeah, 100%. We've been saying it for a while. We need to get six. And now we've got two games left, and we need two wins. Yep. So. Yeah, I know it's a lot of ifs, what if, ha- what if this happened, what if this happened, or we missed this, we missed this. But really, again, you look on paper, that game shouldn't have been a 16-point game. You look at the one turnover we had and the one turnover they had, both turned into seven points. Um, so that wasn't a difference maker. The turnover wasn't, although it was momentum killer. Um, yeah. You can't have that kickoff return. You no. can't have a 20-yard sack. Yep. Um, we finished out like we played against Wisconsin. It's going to happen. So, Donnie and Nathan, can you imagine beating Iowa and getting to a bowl game? I mean, that would just be like icing on the freaking cake. That'd we could do that to win our last game and get to six. Um, Husker fans, uh, Nathan, Donnie, Ross, Nick, uh, Max, everybody that's been involved. Brian was out there today. Um, we appreciate you all. Brian and um, uh, there's one more. Anyway, Dan, um, thanks for tuning in today. It's been fun. We're, we're glad to be back talking Husker football. I'm glad we have positive things to talk about today. Yeah, um, we haven't had much of that. Yes, uh, and so <laughs> I feel like we saw a lot of positives yesterday. And, again, two more games. It's sad, but at the same time, we got two more games coming. So Well, and not only that, but – it's just college football as a whole will be interesting these last couple of weeks. And, you know, who are they going to put in that fourth spot? Yeah. Does Clemson really deserve to be there? Who knows? You know, what <laughs> if Minnesota wins out and beats Ohio State? I don't think that they will. Yeah. But never know. You never know. Donnie, so. thank you. Um, so uh, one more thing I want to put a plug in there for Nebraska Greats Foundation. Um, yes. They have a special going on with some 39 bucks to kind of become a member, um, a donor to um, – to help the Nebraska Grace Foundation, yeah. help out injured players. Uh, shout out to Tua. I hope he feels better as well um, after that injury that took him out for the season. Yeah, I mean, we, Unfortunate. we, we really don't like Alabama, but we never like seeing what he has. Yeah, Tua's so. a good QB. Um, but really, the Nebraska Grace Foundation, they have another celebrity sports banquet coming up in February. Jimmy and I will be there again. We we'll went be to talk- that one. It was freaking awesome. We'll be um, talking to Frost. We'll be talking to Osborne. We're going to get interviews set up, so that should be even more uh, fun this year than it was this past year. Um, but really, check out the Nebraska Grace Foundation. Make a donation if you can. They really need uh, need people giving some good donations yeah, to help out these injured, out injured athletes, athletes in the state of Nebraska. Nebraska. I mean, it's freaking awesome. So um, again, and Jerry Martell runs it. And Jerry Martell is awesome. Yes. Um, so again, everyone, I'm Matt. I'm Jerry. We're two average guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good night. Do what you do on Sunday night. We'll Enjoy some football. Time. Go Cowboys. <laughs>